Awesome date. August 17th, 2009. Awesome topic. It's all infamous. Yeah. This is the awesome cast. Welcome once more to the Awesome Cast. I'm Basil. I'm Eric. I'm Kevin. And that's us. You know, you know they can't see you pointing at the microphone when you say that. Like every, every time you go, that's, I'll, I'll snap there, us. You give the microphone the guns, they can't actually see that. Oh, I think they can. No, no, wait, this is a podcast, which is like a radio show. In their and hearts. And radio. Their hearts. In their hearts. Their heart. Don't if, believe in the basil they, that's pointing at the microphone. Believe in the me that believes in the basil that's pointing at the microphone. That believes in you. That believes in you. That's right. You you just did it again. They can't see it. I think they can feel it on the inside. Like a warm, fuzzy touch. In a very wrong place. Not unlike a trusted parent rolling... Never mind. <laughs> um, anyway. We're going to dark places here, so let's go to some other dark places instead. Very dark places. Like the world of all. Well, first, oh sorry, <laughs> we do have our contest. That's such a great segue. <laughs> God damn it! We have our contest. We have a contest. The uh, send us book ideas. Oh yeah, book. Win a book. The playing, playing the hero. Send a book. Win a book. Katie Ireland. You know, I brand new. Along. Katie Ireland. Is that a, is that a pen name? No. It's well, a great book name. It's a great. It's it's a natural book name too. It's like it's a great book name. It's, it's it is like I was really jealous. Of her book name, like B.A. Barakis, just sounds crap. But it does sound kind of like B.A. Barakis. It does, which is awesome. So if you wrote eight team novels, you'd be totally selling them. I. But the point, the contest. I know my new calling in life. <laughs> Why <laughs> my podcast? <laughs> Mr. T walks into a room. He pities fools deep in his heart. The end. The Mr. T walks in a room. The Gundam Wing boys are seated around a table. You should sure was Gundam Wing. Goes back to a fanfic a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's true. Anyways, the contest. Email us at awesomecast at gmail.com. Let us know some of the book series you might like. Like, give me individual books or like a series. Don't give me like a giant laundry list now. Yeah, we're, we're not looking for like, I like everything George R. R. Martin ever wrote. Give us one time he wrote on a bar napkin. And it was about a barmaid, and I liked it. Give us all Time Enough for Love by Robert Heinlein, or say the Valdemar series by Mercedes Lackey. Time as enough examples. for love. Well, it wouldn't be my first choice, but they could yeah, recommend can't, it. Can't we pick a better one? They could recommend it. Well, but Strangers, Strange Lands, Starship Troopers. Those both kick ass. So recommend them. 
Glory Road. Otherwise, I'll... Ew. <coughs> I like Glory Road. That was well, pretty yeah, funny. That was pretty awesome. No relation to the basketball movie. Oh, sure. Like, like I believe that. <laughs> Naturally, Basquash isn't about, like, you know, fighter pilots in space. We're going to a whole <laughs> weird area Where they here. meet giant people and pods. No, no, that's Macross. Oh. Well, it's sort of Basquash, too. But anyway. Yeah. Anyways. We're tired and loopy. Ignore us. Otherwise, email us anyways. Or you can also call us at our brand new awesome line. 209-AWESOME-LINE. O-S-M-L-I-N-E. It's the awesome line. We made a rhyme with the awesome line. I can't rhyme anymore. But Orange. at first, it Barry. rhymed. Very, very, very. That rhymes with everything. Or so he would like to tell you. So he'd tell you. But there you go. So there's, or he leaves a comment or comment section or go to our forum hosted by the dead party guys. They're pretty nice. Gave us a forum. People actually occasionally might talk into it to type in it. And so, yeah. Okay, now. The world of awesome. There's a rumor out there that the 360 Elite is dropping in price to remove the Pro model. <gasps> Yay! Three skews is dumb. Drop down to two. Well, that will go well with their now offering full games for download on there. Where you might need that 120. Well, it's true, and it's kind of weird, though. They're going to offer the arcade, a little memory card, yeah, or a 120 gig hard drive. Choices, choices. Crap or not crap. Although, it's makes sense since at the game store that I work at, we got an email saying that pretty soon the uh, elites are not going to come with HDMI cables bundled. Roll, Raggy. Which would mean that the ma- only major difference between an elite and a pro is the color and the hard drive. Ah. So it's not that big of a difference anymore. Or as big a difference. Don't. So I think that I think this rumor could be pretty credible. Well, if it's true, um, go Microsoft, though I'd kind of like to see them keep the HDMI cable in it. Um, well, it'll still have the HDMI port. Like, so you can still take it at well, existing. Yeah, but that like cable's cable. like 50 bucks. I mean, that's like 50 bucks value they're taking out of the... If you go to Fry's, they're eight bucks. Oh, well. Like, Kevin bought one. We went to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, and well, then they so totally didn't ring it up, and I had to go back through the line and had to look like I was totally a shoplifter because they stopped me. I thought that was Wild Arms. No, it was the HMI cable. Fuckers. Oh, wow. Oh, well. It would funny if it was the Wild Arms box. It was in this giant plastic container yeah. that was bigger than our heads. Yeah. No, they rang that up. They just failed to ring up the dinky HMI cable. Those bastards. But EA are not bastards. They're re-trademarking old trademarks. Like, populous, like populous, and theme park, and Yawn. road rash, and the important one, Wing, Wing Commander. Commander. Woohoo! I don't know if you. I remember playing Wing Commander, like at least the first couple back on my SNES way back in the day. First couple, I got all the way up to Mark Hamill being the main character. Yeah, that was that was some good times shooting those. And Biff Tannen guys. was your wingman. Oh yeah. <laughs> And bad cat puppets were your enemies. Well, hopefully we'll get some crap. I actually would really like to see a new good Populous game. That too. Because it was oh, a fun game well, love at the Populous. time. It's still kind of fun. But I, I could really see that like becoming like an XBLA game or something. Like a re, like, yeah, like a revamped one. 
Yeah, Maybe. that'd be pretty cool. Like, you know, Wing Commander could probably be an Xbox. Oh, Wing Commander could be an awesome arcade, awesome game. arcade game. Or possibly like an actual like real game. I'd like, I'd rather a real game with a serious uh, budget and some serious mechanics. Well, well yes, we'd all rather that, but we take what we get in life, and sometimes what we get is Xbox Live Arcade games. I could see them maybe doing a, like a double thing, mm-hmm. like release a real game with a partner with a release of Double Mint Dome. Hey, double your bro, double your fun. That's right, double bro riser. So that. Yeah, also, well, there's a gigantic list on the Brutal Legend soundtrack. Like, I mean, it's bigger gigantic. than like music games. Uh, we're just gonna read off a it's few titles metal. here. Uh, let's see: Death Clock, Angel Watch, March of the Crabs, Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath Anvil. Judas Pri- a lot of Judas Priest. Am I evil? Man of War, Megadeth. Metal Church. Yeah, Megadeth. I mean, friggin' Death Clock people. Motley, it's Motley got Crew, Mermaider. Yeah, Mermaider, Motley Crue. Racer X. There's a metal thing over there. And awesome. Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Mr. Crowley. Rob Zombie. Yeah, there's Skid Row, Slayer. Tenacious D. Tenacious you know, D. Of course it does. Of course White Snake. Master Exploder and the metal from Tenacious D. I mean, D. come on, guys. This is better than most of the, uh, Rat, the uh, Guitar Belcher? Hero oh. soundtracks. Yeah, this is... This is glorious. This is like the most metal uh, soundtrack you can get without adding in more metal to it. Like, you, got, you guys need to go buy this game just to support this kind of soundtracking. Like, I would buy this game now. Not that it's not going to be an awesome game, but literally to go to video game companies and go, we'd like good music. Please keep putting good music into video games. Like, this is... Go, go Tim Schafer. You apparently are, in fact, the man. You're just a psycho... not. <laughs> Another man is... Frank... Darabont. Darabont? To direct The Walking Dead, maybe. He, uh, he, di- he directed, or wrote... Such films as The Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, Ernest. <clears throat> um, oh, that last one. <laughs> and Ernest. Uh, I like The Mist. Crap. The Mist Ted was wonderful as long as you blank out the last five minutes of the movie. More importantly, he's apparently is he's almost got the deal set where he can direct a, a TV adaptation of The Walking Dead. Now, The Walking Dead, if you guys don't know, is basically the black and white comic book that started the current trend in comic books that every other independent book is a zombie book. Um, while that kind of sucks, The Walking Dead doesn't. The Walking Dead uh, is a brilliantly told story um, that is essentially, as its creator Robert Kirkman describes it, the zombie movie that never ends. It's basically for all those fans who's ever sat through the end credits of a zombie film and gone, now what's happened? What is going on now after the first night of the dead, right? And it continues to follow several characters, mainly um, Rick and his family, what's left of it. But uh, it's a wonderful series. It's very human. Um, Many of the times the zombies are almost in the background. Um, humans, in fact, do way more horrible things to people than zombies ever do in this. Uh, as I once told my father, actually, when he asked me why I like zombie films, I said I just like that flavor of apocalypse. And uh, so that'll be really cool if done right. Because a lot of the times, you know, zombies are really just, you know, what if it was what we, we would do. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's why I watch zombie flicks and why a lot of people watch zombie flicks. It's not necessarily for the blood, the guts, the gore. Um, it's 
what would society do if this kind of thing that could... You know, zombies have the ability to tear apart society in a unique way. They don't destroy the, the cities. They don't uh, do the kinds of things that nuclear weapons would do. Uh, they don't create invading occupations. They don't, you know, have people in bunkers. I guess you could have people in bunkers. They're much lazier than that. Exactly. Because we're a lazy people. Anyway, the point is, is The Walking Dead rocks, and if this really gets done and gets done right, it will rock, because The Walking Dead is perfect for an episodic uh, yeah. television format. I was so much happier to hear it as a television show and not as like, a as movie. not as a movie. Um, so, there we go. Now, of course, it's just a, a production deal right now that's being worked out. Um, they just have the rights. Uh, people have had the rights for Invincible, for Paramount, I think it's had the rights to Invincible Kirkman's other book for, like... Four years, something like that. Three years, I don't oh, know. Oh, the Invincible guy. Okay. Oh yeah, you yeah. didn't know Kirkman did uh, the Walking Dead and Invincible. No, I, I'm really. And not the really astonishing old. Wolfman, which is shit, Kirkman and shit. I'm really not familiar uh, with either. But I and do what was know the other guy? Pope, mighty. Uh, Battle Pope. Battle, Battle Pope. Pope. But Battle Pope was what he did before, like, a long time ago. Battle Pope was like his early work with Tony Moore, who is a brilliant artist who can't put out more than half a comic book a month. Sadly. Uh, well, when you're that brilliant. Well, there you go. So I had to drop The Walking Dead because Kirkman, I get the feeling, wanted the book to come out on time. <laughs> anyway. So that's our world of awesome. That's our world of awesome. Which is much more of a world of awesome than we had last time we tried to record this. It's a world. It's amazing what two days will change. World of awesome. Kevin's in the world of awesome. Awesome! Hey, and now we can do a moment of awesome and not sound horrible. I don't have a moment And now... Kevin, sing Kevin? it. Uh, it's a moment of awesome. It's okay. I got I got three moment of awesomes now in case we need them. Holy shit! I'm mad. I didn't get to talk about one of them. I got two moments of awesome. Uh, one, uh, just a huge shout out to uh, all my boys in my Shadow Run campaign. The dude, Will, Zug, Nez, Dre. It finds the path. I miss anybody? I don't think so. James? Oh, James. Um, Zarin. Zarin. Uh, uh, sorry, James. <laughs> our sound <laughs> sorry, editor. Our sound editor, James. James, I love you, baby. I love you and your the beard. Don't do that to me. Oh, responsible uh, for us not sounding like shit. They all did a brilliant job this week in my Shadowrun campaign, and so much I felt the need to tell you, the viewer at home, that they're all brilliant players. They're listeners. Uh, Unless they view me like doing the... Exactly, they're pointing. viewing you pointing in their hearts. And uh, my second thing uh, is actually up in the air now, but the, originally it was that the Star Wars Players Committee at www.starwarsccg.org was about to issue a big uh, errata of uh, many of their existing virtual cards, and I was really looking forward to that. However, now apparently they might just reset the whole game or something. So because of a jerkwad. Because of a guy who made death threats to the head designer's uh, wife or something. I'm not honestly sure. I, I think jerkwad is at least a basis one could call it. Yeah, exactly, seriously. Because that will get you unbanned so quickly. <laughs> You're a smart person. So, um, I don't know, really know the whole story on that, but... Um, I choose to jump to way, you know, and make generalizations. Exactly. So that kind of sucks. But um, anyway, everybody should check out StarWarsCCG.org anyway, because the Players Committee does a lot of work. They work very hard to make it fun, and Star Wars CCG is still the best CCG ever made. Fuck you, Magic. So, uh, there you go. 
Magic says fuck you. Too. I like Initial D. Initial D was fun. It's not the best ever made. Yu-Gi-Oh, guys! Yu-Gi-Oh! You know there was a lot of every uh, Shadowrun CCG card uh, online. It went for about 60 bucks if I had... Only 60? 60 bucks. Yeah, I know that would have bought it. Like, it was at 51 and it ended at 60. Like, uh... Well, if my my student loan had come in today, like... (laughs) I'd have gone and bought it with student loan Next time you sit like that and it's 60 bucks, I'll pay you back. Like, well, there you go. Because uh, my, one of my missions in life is to collect old CCGs. But anyway, Basil's moment. I've got three, so... Here we go. First, it's a new TV series that actually Kevin recommended to me that I'm just now checking out. It's called Leverage. Warehouse 13... Oh, sorry. Leverage! Leverage kicks the ass out of Warehouse 13. It does. What is Leverage again? It's like Ocean's Eleven meets the Eighteen. Is it American TV or yes. Japanese yes. TV? Yes, American, American TV. TV. Kevin watches American television? Actually, my mom started me watching this, bizarrely enough, but there you go. Yeah, actually, Kevin watches a good bit of American television. That's amazing. I just don't let on much. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ruin my street cred that way. But it's about this insurance broker, or this ex-insurance like agent. He would go after all like the big... Like insurance theft and stuff, like stolen paintings and whatnot. Like he, he sussed out serious insurance fraud. Like, and so he knew all like, all the major scammers and con artists and thieves and stuff. And now, through inadvertent means, he's become a leader of a group of them. But they only put their forces of evil to help good. Yeah, they only rip off assholes. So, uh, what uh, what channels it on? Like, what's it? It's on TNT. In fact, it aired at like eight tonight. All right, I will, that is definitely going into the TiVo banks. You can also, I think, you can get the first season from Netflix though. First two seasons on Netflix, actually instant queue, so you have a three sixty, and Netflix, you can be watching them right now, like I do. Why are we podcasting when we could be watching this? I don't know. Got my memory card. We can do it. Three hours later, we got words to say and stories to tell. So this time at Bandcamp, I was playing. Story. I was playing this PS3 game, and it was called Shatter, and it's sort of this. Um, it's a breakout clone, Arkanoid. Arkanoid. However, you want to um, alleyway. Arkanoid. There's many names for these games, like, like Arkanoid. Arkanoid. The usual term is breakout. Thank you. Arkanoid. Anyways, this this breakout style game. Arkanoid. Arkanoid. This breakanoid style game. Avoid the noid. Metroidvania. Ow! This game, which features a battle, which knocks a ball into other blocks, which makes them disperse. Break, if you will. Out. In an Arkanoid-like fashion. I'll take that. That's that's annoying. God. We're being such dicks. Sorry. Noid and void. I don't know. Shit! It's a fun game. <laughs> you can alter the uh, movement, actually. Um, you can actually suck in air or push air out. You guys have played the Yonoid Nuskate? Oh, sorry. I've, I've gotten onto the Noid track. <laughs> yes, you have. And you should stop that. Shatter, it's fun. Shatter's it's fun. cheap. You should play it. It's on PS3, which kind of sucks, but, I mean, if you own one. Well, apparently, I think that's just what they had money to develop for. I think they can actually put it on other, uh, other systems, well, like yeah. XBLA, once they get enough money... From people buying the X, the three six, the PS3 game. Did we ever find out if the Zune HD would play Xbox Live Arcade games? No one knows yet. Okay. 
That's not coming out to like December, maybe. Sorry, sorry to like bust in. It just made me think about that. Like, I certainly hope it does. If it's still, I'm buying a brand, another brand new Zune. Oh my god, me too. Like planes, like Magic plane, Gathering Planeswalker will play on the Zune. Ooh, that'd be good. Like, like yeah. Ooh, ooh yeah. That'd be good stuff. This is just good. Okay, I think that that idea was enough. I got a moment of awesome. Nerd on. How what do they call those? I am bigger stickers. No, no. Game boners. That's game it. boners. Game boners. That's what. It game was. boners. Yeah. yeah, like when you're really like stroking a game and say how awesome it is, you're stroking your game boner. Oh, I. I it's especially especially in previews. I understand. Like if you get really ramped up for a game before it even comes out, and, and if you're just you, like really hyped on it, you're, you're stroking your game. Like boner. every you've Super got a Robot game Wars boner, title, you'll I hear be a about. game owner. Every Super Wild Wars title I hear about the import for like 70 bucks plus. Yeah. So. It's it's huge. Yes. Now that we've made several off-color jokes, I guess you could say we've become... Just, in, you in, just say infamous. 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 In it's better than famous. famous. It's infamous. If I can't make him famous, I'll make him infamous. <laughs> I'm J. Jonah Jameson. You know, I... I Which big... is funny you mentioned that because I have a. Anyways, I did have a moment of awesome. Well, what was it? Well, what was it, Kevin? I got my vacation days approved, so I get to go to Dragon or I get to go to AWA, not DragonCon, unfortunately, but I get to go to AWA this year. Hey, Imagawa. Imagawa. Remember, Frickin guys, Imagawa is going to AWA. Oh my god! If you'll hold on to the mic, we'll give you Kevin's exact route and phone information, so that you can know where to stalk him. Ladies only. It's circa sixteen to. 17. I prefer 18 and up, please, for legal reasons. 18s and up may stalk me as they will. Females only. Well. Now I feel even more infamous than before. Now. <laughs> we've become truly infamous. once the series it was called Sly Cooper it was made by Sucker Punch and it was very good mostly mostly and then on PS3 they decided to make a game that was kind of like a comic book but as a video game and it was called Infamous you and ever, it is awesome have you ever end of podcast have... everyone <laughs> we're done there you go folks have you ever wanted to have a taser built into your hand boy have I ever well, now you got the game for you, Billy. Oh, boy. Infamous. The game where you're either an evil person who shoots lightning to kill, or a good person who wields a taser of healing justice. That also kills. I can have thunderball fists? You can has, Kevin. Can has. And a thunderbolt kick. Oh, yay. 
But beware your arch enemy, chain link fence. Fuck you, chain link fence. Fuck you. Hey, you could megawatt hammer through that sucker. Sometimes. Sometimes. If they're within the blast radius when it hits the fence. Infamous is an interesting game. Um, I feel in a lot of ways it's kind of where gaming is heading. It's a it's a very comic book game, like uh, uh, Basil says, but it's got RPG elements and action elements mixed into a Grand Theft Auto sort, uh, sandbox. And I really think this is where a lot of gaming is heading, of let's big a big giant MMO-type world almost, right? And that's a big free world, and then just let you wander around and interact with parts of it. This has been a trend, you know, dating back since, you know, GTA 3 first came out. Yeah, and I, I think Infamous is... Infamous and its uh, bastard sibling uh, prototype, uh, which just both came out close to each other, really are strong frontrunners to show how this, you know, of this generation's version of that. So, yeah. You start off here, this guy named Cole. Cole Medina. Funky Cole Medina. Uh, Cole McGrath, actually. Oh. And he lives at this place called Empire City. Empire City? Get a rope. Wait, that's New York City. New York City. City. Anyways, he's a bike messenger. He delivers messages on bikes. Two bikes. For Planet Express. And so he's a... Boy, are we just jerks this time. We are. So he's off, you know, riding on his bike, doing his mission, carrying a package. When suddenly he kills 10,000 people. I'd say that is the best use of pressing a start button in a game yet. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, I have to say. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, what did I do? This thumb is God. Like, this has, this game has the best moment of starting the game ever. Press start to begin. Kaboom! And then the game begins. Like, where a gigantic explosion happens, and then all this electricity, that all focuses on one point. Your character. And suddenly, the man's on his path to become an electric god. The Philosopher's Stone is made from people! So, kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. But uh, not dead Jews, because that would be creepy. Some of them were probably Jews. Some of them probably it's, were. If it's New York City? Uh, well, it's Empire City. Well, if it's Prototype not, was actually New York City. If it's a New York City clone. Come on, Empire Which City. is really weird, because Empire City has way more character to it than New York City did in Prototype. Well, you know, Prototype's being taken over by Hive Mind. True. Just like New York. Who's the hive mind in New York? Anyways, that's relevant. This is an infamous podcast. Infamous. A very infamous podcast. You're fucking infamous. And so, he's got these... Now, what happens when a giant explosion happens to a city that wrecks a block and kills tens of thousands of people? You put it into quarantine. And blame Al-Qaeda. And what happens when you put a city in quarantine? People freak out. And gangs rise gangs up out of the woodworks to, to run everything. everything. Look, if we have not learned by now from Escape from L.A., uh, Escape from New York, uh, Escape Shadow, from Chicago in Shadowrun. Any sort of zombie apocalypse Any sort thing. of zombie apocalypse thing where a city gets walled off. The very first thing that happens when your city gets quarantined is the local gangs... For any reason. For any reason. The local gangs rise up and form their own civil government. It's just what they're born to do. Like, even if your city is crime-free and there's no gangs, 
too bad. They're going to come. They're going to come. Like, you will... Suddenly, the old ladies' auxiliary club becomes the twin snakes, and they're full of old women with Uzis. <laughs> or they might just rip off their face masks and suddenly become, you know, 20-something hoodlums. Hoodlums, yeah. Male 20-something hoodlums. <laughs> of a it's rainbow true. of colors. Grandma! <laughs> you know, Empire City is just strange that that's ran by actually several different groups of hoodlums. Yes. Well, there's different one, islands. One yeah. for each island, yeah. true. And each run by a superpowered god. Because you get two kinds of superpowers in Infamous, at least so far. Electricity guy and psychics. Which, the psychics actually, you know, will vary their psychic powers from person to person. One, you know, messes with your mind. The other one can just make things gigantic. The other one has giant trash golems that Fuck you, giant trash golem. Fuck you. They will F you up. They will. And so, your choice is to, you know, and, well, not your really choice, but your mission is to save the city from these gangs. Now, how you do it is more up to you. You could become a good guy and, you know, liberate, you know, the people from this horrible tyranny, tyranny of these gangs. Fight for truth and justice. Or you can just kick the shit out of these gangs and not really care who gets hurt. Fight for cash and cash. <laughs> and, and power. Lightning. And power. Yeah, it, it's all uh, basically, do you want to set yourself up as the new uh, gang overlord, or do you want to help the local police chief? You know, and it's... And depending on how you do it, actually changes how the... While the main storyline stays the same... How it plays out is different depending on which route you take. Now, this is where me and Basil are about to get into it. Because um, Infamous has a karma system. And unfortunately, it is a straight jacket karma system. Now, that's not so bad. You know, uh, being good gives you access to unique good powers. Being evil gives you access to unique uh, evil powers. And there's a few powers in between. But, the big problem that I had with Infamous is that there is not enough side quests and missions, or at least you don't get enough karma, I guess, from the side quests and missions there are, would be a more apt description, to allow you to easily switch between good and evil. You've got to pick one, and pretty early on, if you want to gain your super awesome in-game powers, stay rigidly on that path. And you cannot deviate from it. Um... Basically, it's there to encourage you to play the game a second time. Um, that's good game. It's worth playing a second time. But no matter how much I love chocolate cake, I resent people coming in, drawing a gun, and saying, Eat that cake, motherfucker! Like, I just do. Whereas, for my rebuttal... You said but. I did. <laughs> you said but. Word of the wise, do not podcast late at night. This same thing happened to a double up podcast. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> but I think that the karma system is just fine and actually is the way that it should be. Like I like the fact that once you're on your path, you are stuck on that path because I feel that's that's the best way for the narrative to actually flow. Because a lot of things change based off what your karma is. But that's just not realistic. People change. Maybe you kill the puppy, then you feel bad about killing the puppy, and don't want to kill puppies anymore, so now you want to be a good guy. Well, then you hit reset reset, and start a, start anew. So now i got to play the whole game over again because my character had a moral session of conscience? 
Damn, skip. Well, I don't get to reset my life every time I hit a puppy on the road. Your life doesn't last ten it. hours. Not even close. In fact, <laughs> it's almost over. But seriously, so many things on the game are dependent of you picking that one path. Like, all the side missions are a continuous series of events that have to come forth from the first one to the last one. But again, that's a, that's a design flaw to me, then, because... There should be room to switch between karma systems. And at the end of the day, while telling a good, solid narrative is important, this is a game first and a story second, and I want to have a more enjoyable game, not a more enjoyable story. But I think the, the it was because it was a more enjoyable game because you were because the narrative was woven so closely. If you look for it, like. If you don't look for it, you're not going to see it, but there's a lot of little individual things within the game that happen. For example, when you're a bad guy, right, the people flee from you. When you become a really good guy, the actual citizens will actually start throwing rocks and stuff at the enemies and actually start fighting back. Well, I mean, what that to me, that so what if that, so, so they do that, so they learn to fear you, and then you become a good guy, not unlike Magneto before breakfast. And everyone loves you, and then, you know, like, but, the word could spread, it could get out that you now love puppies. But this is your origin story, this is supposed to be whether or not you become a Spider-Man or become a Magneto. Uh, this is, you know, this is the groundwork that you're setting up for the future. But it, You can't just constantly flip-flop through that groundwork. But again, I'll come back to the fact that this is a game, and games should be enjoyable and put gameplay before story. But I think that's what they did, and I think that's how it, it worked out well for it. Kevin, what is your idea on this subject? I played good. I'd probably play good again. Well, there we go. <laughs> We've just gotten John Q. Public's opinion. And as always, it didn't help. I think John Q. Public's opinion on average five men, I killed a shitload of people. You watch me light that squirrel up, Billy. Woo-hoo. It's jiggling like your mom on prom night. The combat of the game is interesting because you get all these different array of powers, but the enemy can and guys can still screw you over. Yeah, like if you're not careful, like even on easy, which is how I played it because my boss, like you can die pretty easily in this game. Yeah, you can walk into the wrong center of the wrong firefight and suddenly guys everywhere and then trash golems up your ass. But thankfully, it's it's okay because this has the best checkpoint system of any game ever. Like you walk five feet, checkpoint. You do a thing, checkpoint. You breathe, checkpoint. Well, that's because it's meant to be a cartoony superhero yeah. actiony game, and the game knows you're going to die a lot and kill yeah. a lot. You die, you wake up probably relatively close to where you were, and like on a stretcher or something, and just go off and have more fun. And, you know, well, it's also a game that I really feel like encourages you know exploration and experimentation. They want you to try new things with your powers, try to link up your powers to do different things. Because while you could technically just sit back and zap everything from a distance, it's so much more fun to start with that, lob a couple of megawatt hammers, jump around, throw a grenade, you know, throw up your shield for a little bit, then zap some guy over here, and, and just move around with it. Although, but you, but if you want, you can play just straight away from the distance and zap everything until it falls down, then walk into it. Call lightning from the heavens! Like, and I thought this game was just really, really just fun to play. Yeah, it was a fun game. It's a blast. Like, oh, it was a blast. I, I haven't had this much fun just running around a city and just doing stuff, just whatever I felt like since Mario 64. 
Like it that's that kind of level of fun I'm talking about here with Infamous. Like which I think is, you know, so the game's almost as much of a platform as this anything else. You spend a lot of time climbing up buildings and jumping around. My almost favorite um mini missions you do is the satellite uplinks, which you use to get all the other mini missions to come up on your map, where you have to track down these giant um headlights that strobe whatever lights that go up into the sky we can see everything. Spotlights. Spotlights. And you have to chase them down to activate all these satellite uplinks. Farther you get the game, the shorter interval of time you have between them, the closer it is. And while it's the same mission over and over again, because where they play, how they built the city, where they place the buildings, the power lines, where you can jump, each thing's a different like miniature puzzle of parkour that you do to get to all the uplinks. And it was just really fun figuring out the best route to take to get to all of them within the same time, while possibly getting some blast shards around the, along the way. I always would just go back for blast shards. I didn't worry so much when I was in a time permission. Well, I didn't realize the first time I was playing through the game that, like when you when you hit when you hit down on the on the um, the stick and you do the little pulse thing, that's where you figure out all the various energy sources. Yeah, that it showed you where blast shards were. Yeah, it totally does. Like I didn't realize that at first, so I just I grabbed blast shards immediately when I saw them because I didn't think I could find them again. And to discover the game's really good about showing you where blast shards are if you look for it. Right. I, I noticed the dead drops. Which the dead drops were one of the greatest ways of telling a miniature story within the story in a game. Like, a way to encourage collectibles, but in a way that's not tangible, but different than, like, you know, just a power-up. It tells me a story. It was, and it was a story that you didn't have to know, but it makes much more sense if you do know. Yeah, a little bit of the background. Because this game, one thing this game is bad at is actually explaining any damn thing that was going on before the game started. It's true. Like, the game starts when it starts and ends when it ends. And anything else you have to find. And you have, you have to make correlations and figure it out for yourself. And there's actually a decent bit to dig into. You just have to look for it. Like, you know, the voice of um, the Resistance. Or the voice of Survival. Who was actually the Joma Jameson character of the story. Who's, who's this uh, TV guy who constantly shows up at random intervals and starts complaining about your character no matter what he does. Fucker. No matter how good or how evil. It's true. Like, it makes way more sense when you're an evil guy. Like, he makes way more sense when you're evil than when you're good. Because when you're good, you, you are actively saving people and doing good things. And he still doesn't like and you. And he still doesn't like you. Whereas when you're evil, you're doing exactly what he's saying you're doing. And you're like, well, you're a jerk, but you're pointing out the truth. So I can't really be that angry with you. But you're a good guy. You're like, what are you saying this? You, su- I'm not doing that. I'm not being evil. I'm being good. That gum you. Yeah. My biggest complaint is I never got to find where he's transmitting from and zap him. Sadly, that that was that was one of the biggest late downs. Was you couldn't find him. In the end, you find out his fate, but you don't get to enact the fate. Which sucks because frickin' Zeke almost like thinks you makes you think you're going to actually meet him. And then you don't. Oh, Zeke. <laughs> you're the biggest jerk of them all. He's your best friend. Except for you, if you're evil. That's true. You can be a mighty, mighty huge dick in this game. Yeah. Like, What's that? Someone needs help from scavengers? <laughs> They're or I could dead. just zap them and take whatever the scavenger wants for myself. Yes. I could 
Help the cops or let the place burn in flames. But, you know, the initial, like, you know, karma moment really, you know, sort of sets the stone, sets the tone for how you want to play the game anyways. Mm-hmm. Do I want to let everyone eat the food or steal the food for myself? Mmm, gluttony. Although it's interesting that you actually get different um, conversations on the, on your phone between all the various characters, whether you play good or evil. Like, when you play good, you get, you know... Oh man, you're cleaning up the city. That's great. I'm the evil one. I was like, "There's the gas station. I'm just gonna blow it up." <laughs> so I blow up the gas station. The Z comes on with thing and goes, "Like, what the hell happened? I think a gas station just blew it up." Like Cole's like, "Yeah, I did it. I did it." He's like, "Well, why'd you do that for?" I kind of want to see what it would like to blow up a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> and Zeke was like, "Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, all right." I blew up a lot of gas stations, totally accidentally. But when I was a good guy, it never it never happened. It was only when I was on the evil path that I got that conversation. So I do what they do, do a lot of things to really encourage playing both paths, whether you like that idea or not. With my electric hand Across the plains they did ride Gerbils with their hammers high Gerbils 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 with their hammers high Riding across the plains in the sky Gerbils 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 hammer You want to know what's good? The the music Yeah, good soundtrack The soundtrack was great And it was sort of an ingenious um, It was actually by an electric cellist Named Martin Tillman or actually, sorry, he helped do this stuff. It was composers James Dooley and Mel Wesson. James Dooley, that no talent hack. He still owes me a game soundtrack. It was uh, yeah, it was it was fun to listen to. Um, good times were had by all, and uh, I wouldn't say it's the best I've ever heard, but at the same time, uh, it's really really interesting when you actually discover what they are doing. Like, have you seen any videos of them doing stuff? No, nah. like they're actually just like wrapping like like core like strings and like on like concrete and like metal and stuff just to see what would happen they actually took like bungee cords uh, along a bass drum and just strummed they like took wire brushes and hit it against a suspended tuba (laughs) they were just trying to like all the crazy like weird industrial sounds they could just come up with to do stuff kinky and like it was just a really really interesting idea to handle a soundtrack for doing a really for I guess you know really because for a game with with the city that um, Infamous has because Infamous the character is not just so much as Cole and Zeke and Trish and whoever the hell, but there's also you know the city itself is its own character. The that's city. The sort of you know melds and blends and changes along with you. Like I said you know the the citizens you know they 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 cheer you on or you know, run away in fear and try to attack you, 
you can get like impromptu missions from them, you know, running around going, hey, I need help, and you can ignore them, or you can help them. Or you can kick them in the face. You can't kick them in the face. Kick them in the face? That's what gets you evil karma. Yeah, Kicking them in the face. People. Electricity doesn't give you evil karma, only personally getting gritty does. It's true, and, you know, and things like if you're good, you get all these good posters, you know, flown over all the city. If you're bad, you get evil posters. And they actually did a lot of things to make sure that you were, you and the city were sort of uh, two sides of the same coin. Because the way you get your powers is you go through the city and you restore powers for the sections. And when you don't have, you know, power in the city, your vision's blurry, your powers aren't so powerful. It's, you're a lot, a lot easier to kill. You can't just regenerate your power from wherever you want to go. Yeah, you are a lot more powerful when there's an electrical source nearby. As you need to absorb more electricity to do your thing. Like, when, as you set off breakers and you restore, you know, circuits, you gain new powers directly from the city. You're not so much a uh, generator as a battery. Yeah. But you can do things like you can actually, you know, the air, con- air conditioning units, you can suck all the power out, then start them back up again. Then suck them back out again. Totally. Then start back up again. It's... I've done it. I've done it a lot. I did a lot, too. And, you know, there's stuff like that where it's like, it's, it's very obviously like, you know, this is Cole City. This is his thing. And that's, I think, really important for it because most major, like, you know, single entity superheroes, that element's really there. Yep. Like, you know, you got Batman in Gotham City, Spider-Man in New York, Superman in Metropolis. Megas XLR in Jersey. Yeah. You know, and, and Cole's Empire City, they did a really good job of just interleaking the two because, you know... Cole wouldn't exist without Empire City, and Empire City wouldn't exist without Cole. And depending on how you choose good or evil, the city reflects that. So I... I like that. It was really awesome. Yeah. If it's evil, it's a, if you're evil, it's a shithole. If you're good, it's a sparkling paradise. Well, maybe not sparkling. Or a paradise. But a lot nicer than the shithole. Infamous is just, at the end of the day, fun. Like, there, you can analyze it. We can talk about how the stories link to the city and Cole. We can talk about the karma system. We can talk about almost anything in it. There's and, obviously a Jungian connection between the reflection of the soul. The city is the archetype of your character's personality. But at, yeah. at the end of the day, I think the most core, most important, most fundamental thing to understand about Infamous is it's a buttload of fun. You are a guy with electrical superpowers who's running around in a super interactive environment. And that is awesome. You jump off a building, snap onto a wire, rail it in a wire, ride the wire with electricity, jump off into a building, smack a crane, run down the crane, jump onto a lake, you know, a train track, and then ride it wherever you want to go. Like it's. Yeah, it's just a ton of fun. Just moving around, like Basil just said, and Exploring the getting city. from place to place is fun to do. And if, if there's anything that encourages exploration, it's making getting around fun. It worked for Grand Theft Auto with Hey Steel Cars. It works for Prototype in Look, You Can Fly and Run Up Buildings. And it works for Infamous in I Can Use Electrical Powers to like Be a Spider-Man. It's true. It's, it's just... It's my favorite game on the PS3, just bar none. Like, I cannot think of a PS3 game I've played or enjoyed more. It might actually be one of my favorite games this generation that I've played. Like, 
I really, really, really. It's definitely like my favorite PS3 exclusive title. Definitely, like that I can say without without, yeah, without worry, without any kind of qualm or all. It is the best exclusive PS3 title in existence, and it probably is actually my top three favorite games this generation. Which, I would I would rank it lower, probably top five, top six, but well, I guess now I'm thinking about Rock Band exists. Yeah, it's like Rock Band is is definitely up there, and we're not going to go into our list now, but. Trust me, it's infamous, it's up there, and it should be up there in your list, too. Yeah, it's, it should be in anyone's top ten. Like, it's it's almost a shame that this cannot be a multi-platform game. Yeah, I really feel bad for the thousands more Microsoft owners who... who will never get to play this game. But it, but you know what? Go to your friend's house. Hell, rent a PS3. Do, do Blockbuster still rent systems? I don't know if they do or not. If they do, go rent a PS3. It's like a ten-hour game, 20 hours to play through both... 30 at max if you want to also play through as neutral because there is actually like some neutral specific stuff. Really? Yeah. No, no you can buy your powers of good or evil with I thought there was stuff. a neutral specific power. No. Really? Not that I could tell. I was pretty sure that there was a neutral specific uh, uh, in-game power. I never saw it in the list. I don't know. You know where an enemy stands, Kif, but a neutral? A neutral? Can you ever know where he really stands? Really stands. I think it's time to say maybe. Perhaps. Do we want to go into spoilers this time, or just let them play it for themselves? I think you should just play, play it for it, themselves. You yeah, play it, you bastards. Alright. Because I, I honestly don't think that ending is something that should be spoiled. Or go watch a friend play it. I'll just say this, it's better than Bionic Commandos. It's true. It's a much better twist than Bionic Commandos, and most M. Night Shyamalan films. All but The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. What That's the twist? True. What a twist. But now, a musical interlude. So, how many awesomes out of awesome? I give it five gerbil hammers raised high. Damn you. Okay. That's a pretty pretty high mark of praise. Well, we ought to just say that it gets uh, three stars uh, for the PS3. Or you could say it gets uh, 599... What was the, what's the damage? Uh, 599 US dollars. <laughs> 599 US, US dollars. dollars worth of awesome. This is almost worth 599 almost. dollars. Almost. Almost. Pretty awesome. We have a 10 megawatt hammers out of awesome. 10 megawatt gerbil hammers of awesome. Ooh. Held high. Held high. Held high. And while held high, we're out. Gerbil Hammer, copyright Kevin R. Oswald Jr. A subsidiary of Digital Dollars Incorporated. A subsidiary of Awesome Studios.
here. Electrical disco of music and lights and maybe dribbles on fire. I don't know, but they've got their hammers in style.